Hey folks, if you've seen any of the great merch we have lately, we've got Witch Police shirts, we've got bags, we've got more gear on the way. That's all made by our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Whether it's screen printing or embroidery, heat press vinyl or graphic design, Divine Shirts is the place to go for your band merch. They've been doing some of the best stuff from the best bands in Winnipeg and beyond. And if you're looking to get some merch made, head over to divineshirtcompany.ca or follow them on Instagram and tell them which Police Radio sent you. Hip-hop artists from Winnipeg, Saskatoon, and beyond have banded together to form Saskatoon Folk Rap Records. The label features new and upcoming releases by the likes of The Gumshoe Strut, Epic, and Introducing the Ghost, a fantastic new record from Rob Crooks. You can find Introducing the Ghost as of October 6th on robcrooks.bandcamp.com. Alright, welcome to Witch Police Radio. Uh, you know, living on the internet again. Uh, I keep mentioning this at the beginning of the episodes that this is not an in-person interview, but I mean, it's obviously not because no one is leaving the house or going anywhere, especially in Manitoba lately. So, you know, I'm online again, but uh, the good thing about that is it does give me opportunity to um, to talk to people that maybe I wouldn't have necessarily uh, had an interview with beforehand. And there's a lot of people from different genres of music that, you know, weren't necessarily on my radar that have become on my radar since doing these kind of stay-at-home shows so there is some good things about it but you know overall it, it's never as good as, as meeting in person but I'm, I'm glad that the three of you were able to uh, to do this today and i think that the best way to kick this whole thing off is if you want to introduce yourselves and what it is you do in the group and then we can people can put a name to the voice okay okay all right i guess i'll start then um so my name is christine and i'm the lead singer and songwriter I also play uh, acoustic guitar and uh, a bit of piano. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my turn, I guess. Yeah. Sure, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, my name is Yara. I do the. I play the upright bass. I do some backup vocals and kind of you know whatever whatever I need to. Cool. All right, I'm uh, Bobby. I play. Uh, I play lead guitar. Um, fairly new to the band myself, so. Is this the entire group, or are there other people that you typically would play with? Um, I think people who have been following us, um, like we had, we had another member on board for a while, Sarah. Okay. And uh, she's not with us right now. Okay, so it's just the three piece at the moment. Yeah, yeah, three piece at the moment. She had lots of other commitments, so um, yeah. Cool, cool. So it's just the three of us. What what are the roots of this band? Because I understand there's obviously a family element that that, that this this all came from. So what's the, what's the background? Like how long has this been uh, a unit? Whether it's you know the two of you or the, the three piece or or whatever size band it's been over the years, right? Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's it started with with me <laughs> and uh, my ex partner. Okay. And um, we, we were playing music together forever. Uh, we went to the U of M to U, U of uh, Brandon. And uh, we graduated from uh, University of Saskatchewan. Um, we were in the music programs, and uh, I was also doing fine art. So we we were always composing music together, and uh, we were black eyed. We called ourselves the Black Eyed Susans um, for for a while, which was kind of interesting. There were two other bands, two that are, are far more <laughs> notable than we ever became. Right, right. Um, but uh, so not to be confused with those two bands, but. Um, yeah, so they started around the same time we did in the '90s. Okay, and um, you know we're from a, a very small, small community, northern community. So uh, people knew us well there, and we we played lots of coffee houses and community events and stuff. And then um, our kids, uh, once they grew up, Yara Yara joined us in uh, 2009, I believe. Okay, yes. yeah, and her brother, her eldest brother. Uh, he played drums for us, and um, we started to apply to festivals and stuff around the province. So um, we very quickly actually started um, playing, you know, music festival stages here around Winnipeg, especially. Cool. Um, Fringe, Fringe Fest, and um, we were at Fire and Water two years in a row, and uh, Harvest Sun Music Festival. And um, so that was our first introduction, actually, to <laughs> to a larger stage. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, <laughs> that was kind of interesting. Well, I do yeah. want to kind of get into more, especially, you know, since we have a third member here, I want to know how you got in the band as well. But before that, uh, yeah. you, what you just mentioned about, you know, coming to Winnipeg and playing larger stages and things like that. Um, I feel like Winnipeg has a very tight-knit music community. Uh, and a lot of that is because people have been in groups with each other since they were teenagers and, and, you know, I mean, even myself, yeah. I haven't played in a band in a decade, but all of my friends are from the music scene just because that's who I hung out with when I was younger and I have over the years. And so there's so many kind of tight connections. How is it coming from outside the city and trying to kind of find your way in Winnipeg's music scene? Because it, it seems very welcoming, but it's also very insular. Uh, yeah, that's a really <laughs> good question. Yeah. I have to be careful how I answer that. <laughs> Um, I think that it was, it was difficult at first. I mean, um, we played a few places and had (laughs) some interesting, um, uh, comments, I guess, that, that we received or, or overheard, but, um, for the most part, (laughs) I I don't want to name any names or anything, but, uh, yeah, yeah, we won't go there. Sure, but, sure. Um, you know, by and large, we had a lot of, we did get a lot of support, actually, from, from some of the bands in Winnipeg. Like, a, a lot of support, actually. And, um, yeah, so that was kind of cool. But um, Yara and I just moved here, like, five years ago. Okay. And so, um, now, it was just the two of us, and then we had to get started again. So it, it, we were really basic. We felt like we were starting from scratch, as you said, like in a, in a, in the city. Like now we were in Winnipeg. Yeah. But we, I did live in Winnipeg for a few years myself. So I am kind of part of Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a great place. I mean. Oh yeah, it um, is for sure. Yeah, but I just I always wonder about that when it's someone coming from out of town, though. You know, because yeah, there, there's there's so many people who are welcoming and encouraging, and there's a nice community there. But I've had other people on the show have said they found it a bit difficult to break in yeah. without kind of having that th- those contacts or, or or being friends with the guy who's putting on the show or or whatever. Right. So I, I guess you have well, the benefit I, of being um, the type of act that could probably perform anywhere just based on the type yeah. of equipment you have, right? So I I will say um, I don't know. I mean, like. You- <laughs> you might want to edit this out, but um, <laughs> we we did come off a stage once, and um, there were some some bands like from Winnipeg there, and um, we got an interview uh, right out of the gate with with someone who I think other people wanted to, and maybe that had been playing a lot longer than we had. Okay, been. so <laughs> we got the like, who the fuck are they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I was like, yeah. like you just hear that, right? <laughs> a lot of phenomenal talent sure yeah as well. so, i yeah. mean you know it's it's not easy <laughs> yeah 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 so at what point did did this you know the duo of the two of you expand now to to include a third member well we actually so okay so we had sarah um sarah with us uh playing with us for a couple of years and we also we also had Paige drobit playing. oh cool yeah 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 um, She's yeah, been on my show too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She uh, played uh, drums for us actually for a while. Very so cool. That was really cool. It's the first time kind of for her to do that. So she was great. She's such a phenomenal musician. Yeah, yeah. She's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And then she left after about a year, a year and a half. And then um, uh, Yara and Sarah and I were playing a show at Graffiti Gallery, and that's where we met Bobby. Okay. Um, up in the kind of green room area. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got along, like, we hit it off right away. (laughs) Yeah, it was a really interesting connection immediately, so. That's just a good thing to find, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. 
standing by the roadside, and the lights out in the distance are an ever fading guide. Well, I used to think I'd find my way. It was all a waste of time. 'Cause when you're standing in the shadow, you lose your place in time. Darkness for the life you'll never know. And as I make my way through the junction line at Highway 69, see me staring out the window, looking for the signs to take me back to you. So I won't forget you. I left behind, standing at the old steel bridge. We were only nine, and I can hear the fading whistle as the cars move down the track, and the moon shines all around us, and the light takes me back, driving through this town. I feel you all. Like for you then, Bobby. I mean, in terms of、uh, you know, this is a group that obviously has long-standing connection with each other, right? I mean, you know, sure, yeah. the, the roots in the family band, and it's obviously been around in some form or another for for quite a long time at that point, right? So, what was your、um, kind of initiation into this group? How, how did you sort of fit in with、uh, the existing dynamic? I guess. 
Yeah, no, that's a really good question. So yeah, so we uh, kind of bumped into each other, you know, at the at the show at the Graffiti Gallery. I was playing with another. I play in another band, uh, Turner Phrase, with uh, with Bo Turner, um, okay. who plays in uh, Sleepless and a couple other bands in the city there. And uh, yeah, we were just. I was mesmerized by the sound. I just loved the what I saw, what I heard, all that kind of stuff. You know, exchange numbers, whatever the case is, pleasantries. <laughs> and then, say about a month later, all of a sudden, it's just, you know, it's message, hey, you know, it's Christine, would you want to jam sometime? It's like, yeah, sure, you know, love the sound, why not, right? Let's, you know, so, I think I was over a couple times, and the next thing, you know, it's like, oh, you want to, you know, continue playing with us? It's like, okay, <laughs> sure, you know? <laughs> you know it really helped, too, because I had, uh, it was ironic, because I had just lost my job at that time. Sorry, my dog's it's apparently okay. going crazy here. <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, I had lost my job just sitting around that point in time, so I'm like, well, I got nothing else to do but jam all day, so it's, uh, so just, yeah, no, it just, and, you know, and it, uh, it really got me through that period of time, and it was really nice, uh, you know, I think we just bonded instantly with the sound, you know, cool. I think we have that same connection, right? So how long yeah. has it been now yeah. since you've yeah. been in the group? Uh, just under two years now. Okay, okay. I think it'll be two years in April next year there. Cool. Cool. If I'm doing my napkin nap, right? <laughs> <laughs> one, one of the questions I always have to ask people, but I hate asking because it it's a shitty question, is, um, you know, ha- where do you place yourselves within, like, the, the filing cabinet of, of musical genres? Because the reason people hate the question is because, you know, especially now, there's so many subgenres and subgenres of subgenres, subgenres of subgenres, and I can't even say that. <laughs> and, uh, you know... <laughs> Everything is post something core this that. There's so yeah. many suffixes and prefixes, and no one wants to just outright say, you know, I play this kind of music. But what do you call it when someone hears you? You have a band, and you want to give them kind of the Coles Notes quick explanation. What do you do? I saw dark folk being used on your website, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. But is is that kind of the direction you go in when you're explaining it? Yeah, I think that that would be the closest, like a yeah. um, dark roots, dark folk, um, neo folk kind of okay. area. Um, like we, we play some straight up, you know, alternative rock and pop rock like that too. Um, we sort of like to mix it up and surprise the audience. I think when we, we put our sets together, um, we try to, you know, make sure that it it has a nice flow, I guess, when, when we, you know, play each song so that it's, it's sort of connected. So people aren't, don't get like thrown, but, um, People have said that you know some of our songs have sort of some some metal roots too and okay. um, orchestral. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's tough. It's really really tough. Like if I was to pick one, I mean, for a while we were saying, oh, I guess it's just alternative rock would be probably the the best way to describe it for people who don't understand what dark dark roots or dark folk would be. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's not a, a term that a lot of people throw around. So. It's not, no. I, I guess, like, so if you, if you are trying to explain dark folk to somebody, do you have other artists that you could point to as examples of that genre? That people could say, oh yeah, of course, I know I know what that is, and I can see the connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some offhand here. Bobby? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember I just, the ones we found. I, I just thought we landed on this about a month ago. No, I'm kidding. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We keep changing. Yeah, no, I, I, I know it's, you know, I think, you know, when we were talking about it, there was, there was some definitely Scandinavian style bands okay. that are very similar to this, you know, like that kind of, I want, I don't want to say Monsters and Men, but very similar in that sense sometimes, not, not necessarily to that degree, but like that, that folky, you know, I don't know, sing-along kind of tune, right? And that's, uh, that's how I would describe the sound that, you know, you guys have really created and that I've been able to fit into and, and be a part of. Well, yeah. maybe a better way to word that question then is, 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 are there artists that all of you agree on, you know, as far as influences to the music you're playing? Because that might be an easier way to sort of pinpoint it, right? Is there, yeah. Do you have kind of mutual tastes? I'm, I'm sure you all have different tastes, you know, anyway, because oh, everyone yeah. does. But yeah. what, what is the kind of Venn diagram? <laughs> you know, what, what, what do you all sort of uh, touch on as far as what you're interested in musically? I think we can all agree on thrice. Okay. Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah, um, we've talked, uh, well, well Bobby talks about a lot about the cranberries, okay, um, mm-hmm. he draws a lot of parallels from that, I think, and, um, hmm, it's, a, it's a hard yeah. question, it's a hard question, yeah. It's- it's a hard one too, because I, you know, just looking at it from my point of view, there, I know, you know, we all just kind of bring different 
sounds. You know what I mean? We all listen to different sounds because I know, like, even Yara will bring in, you know, that kind of um, yeah. that metal sound sometimes. Yeah. I, you know, and I'm, I'm listening to more of that Matthew Good one day right. and then, you know, all, all day the next day or whatever the case yeah. is. And, like, yeah. that soundscape sounds really cool. Let's do some layers or whatever. You know, so I think yeah. we just all bring that little different flair to it. But, yeah, maybe we have those one or two bands that we would say are the same. Cool. shame you know to think that we can work this out and now I've done all there is that's left to do and there's no sense in waiting by the telephone cause all the talking in the world won't bring me home Well, you mentioned yeah. me- metal a few times now. Do you feel? I mean, because you know, from what I've heard of your stuff, it's not the most obvious thing I would jump to as as, as an inspiration. Yeah. But huh. do you feel when you're writing the songs that something like that, which maybe isn't obvious on the surface, do you feel it kind of uh, subconsciously coming through that influence in the songs you make? 
Yeah, like, I'd say there's sort of, like, at least for me, in the way I write my bass lines, too, okay. and backup vocal lines, there's a bit of that undercurrent there, too. So, yeah, and I agree. Like, it's not obvious, and I think I'd have a little bit of a hard time explaining the little details to people, too. Yeah, yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think think some of it, too, is, I was going to say, I think some of it, too, is, you know, the fact that we were, you know, in the drop D tuning, like, Yara and I will be in drop D in in some of the songs, too. You know what I mean? Like, just kind of having a little bit more with some of the distortion, too, that I'll bring in with the electric guitar over over an acoustic, you know, just kind of some of those little subtle elements that, you know, metal or or rock would would bring on. Yeah. Yeah, the drop D thing, for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, that's, yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. That's at least one obvious one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the least obvious one, right? But to go back to what I was asking earlier about kind of you know fitting into Winnipeg's music scene, you know, now that we've sort of established, you have all these influences that maybe you know some of them are more overt, some of them are more subconscious. But um, have you found where you fit within Winnipeg's music scene? Like, are there other artists or other venues or places that you think kind of suit what you're doing, or is it hard? Very hard. Yeah. It's really, really tough. I think um, we reach kind of a broad group of people. And so, um, yeah, it is tough. Um, Like when we played at music festivals and they, uh, like some people, some of the songs are very, our songs can be very folky. Yeah. But then, you know, like you have like (laughs) epic sort of driving uh, bass lines and stuff. And um, we bring it now with electric guitar, especially. Mm -hmm. uh, People have have said you know like it just it was just really different um grab their attention that way so um yeah it, it, it was tough it was it was tough to well to say really um festivals make sense right because festivals you know people are expecting that kind of uh broad range of sounds coming from whoever's on the bill so that seems like obviously yeah. a good fit for you but does it make it yeah. more difficult to sort of, um, you know, because now we're in this weird dystopian feature where everyone has to yeah. market themselves and sell themselves and, and you know, uh, yeah. promote everything they do. Like, is it does it make it more complicated for you to try and kind of get your name out there when you don't very obviously fit into a certain category? No, I think we kind of like not fitting in. Yeah. <laughs> We've always sort of been, like, um, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think that we're we're trying to uh, force anything too much, um, and we do follow. Yeah, like some of the music we do follow too. I mean, the bands will will easily sort of, you know, move between different genres. Sure, sure. Um, from album to album, mm-hmm. and I think we appreciate that a lot. Just yeah. keep keep kind of people guessing. Is like you know, who are these? Like, what are these people? You know, yeah. What do yeah. they do? Yeah. Um, and we're just really, at the end of the day, I think we're just doing what we love, you know, whatever grabs us in the moment. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So having, you know, such a long history as a band, like you said, you know, this goes back decades now from when you first originally started it. How much of the, like, how much material do you have? Have you Are you sort of just playing newer stuff or is there this massive back catalog of old songs that occasionally, <laughs> you know, come forward? Yeah, there's... There's a massive back catalog that we never, um, like uh, the songs I think that a lot of people have heard, like back to you, um, from that, that, that little EP that we did, yeah. that was, those were just the first songs that we ever, um, recorded and put out. That was in 2012. Okay. And then a whole lot of things happened and everything sort of fell apart. So, um, we, we are revisiting some of those songs, but we're always, we always have new stuff on the go too. So, okay. um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, we're working on about recording about 12, 12 pieces right now. Some of them, you know, from the past and, and some new ones for sure. Okay. How have some of those older songs, have they kind of taken on different, uh, different styles and different sounds over the years now that, you know, especially with changes in the band and changes in the overall sound, have they developed or are a lot of them just sort of, they were good as written and you don't need to touch them? Yeah, well, I would say instrumentally what happened is, um, so before, like, we had, in our family, everybody was playing certain instruments that they were comfortable with. Right. And so, like, like for example, we had uh, mandolin that we were playing, which was really cool, because it was a, a folk, bringing in a folky instrument into there, um, you know, where we were, we were doing heavier rock tunes. Yeah. Um, so that was really interesting. But what I visualized for some of those songs were, um, you know, 
keyboard and electric guitar. And we didn't, we weren't able to do that at that time. So now we're doing that. Okay. So um, I feel like the songs are actually coming to life more, you know, within the vision that I had for them. Yeah. Well, yeah. and I guess the benefit yeah. there too is they don't, they're not going to seem old to you, right? They're not going to seem tired, I guess, or worn yeah. out because yeah. you, you have yeah. the possibility mm-hmm. to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been really fun actually revisiting them, for sure. Thank you. 
you know, after all, all again, all that time that you've been been doing this project, uh, is just the one EP that's out there that's all people can find, or, or is there some of this stuff floating around on tapes or whatever, uh, you know, in the ether somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I do have a cassette yep. tape. <laughs> That's all I have. It's uh, tucked away in a little box in my uh, closet. <laughs> Is that one of those never to be released things, or do you ever like do you ever see yourself going back to that stuff and? And uh, and the reason I ask is because yeah. you were in this weird era where you can basically release anything on the internet in seconds, and you know right. it, the potential to do that wasn't there before. And so something maybe you weren't 100 percent sold on on releasing, you would have said, "Okay, well, I'm just not going to do it." But now there's this potential to release literally anything. <laughs> so yeah, I just wonder, yeah. have, you, have you ever considered that, like taking back some of that old stuff and and, and making it available? Um, I have actually been thinking about that the last while. Um. I think that when we brought Bobby on board, actually, we did revisit a couple tunes because we just sit down and jam through some stuff and he would just play along. And, um, you know, it's not anything that, like, Yara is really familiar with. Right. We haven't played it for, you know, a couple of years. Um, and it just kind of went back on the back burner. But, yeah, that's definitely something that, um, like, let's just say this, that I do not have, um, like, I have so much material that I could... <laughs> that I could put out and release. Yeah. Um, there's going to be no shortage of, <laughs> of inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what is kind of but, the, uh, the, the, the plan going forward with this group? I mean, obviously, you know, you've, you've, now that you have a, the electric guitar element that changes kind of the sound you want to have. Are you planning on expanding the membership of the group at all? Maybe bringing in drums and things like that to your, the, the core members of the band or are you cool with the sort of trio setup and I guess you could reach out for recordings to whoever you need on the side, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've thought about that a lot. We haven't put out anything officially because, um, it, it's just tough because, uh, you know, like it, it's hard. I know we've uh, read a lot about bands who've gone through so many members and, and stuff too. It's yeah. tough because, you know, you, you work so hard together and then you, you know, you're performing and everybody's tight and then somebody has to leave and it, it just, it makes it really hard. Yeah. So like right now we've got a good groove together. And I, I think that, um, you know, we've heard bands where there's three people, right. And it, they, they can do amazing things. Sure. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 So I think we'd like to pull out as much as we possibly can with, with what we have right now. But, um, you know, I don't mm -hmm. know. If somebody was to come along and, and say, hey, can, <laughs> can we, like, sit in with you and see how, the, you know, like, yeah. uh, we're totally open um, to seeing where, where things go. Cool. Um, yeah. Well, and I guess a, a sub-question to that question is, you know, are you able to replicate all the things you want to do on a recording on stage with just the three of you? Well, like, <laughs> for... <laughs> Yeah. It was a very hesitant well, yeah. 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 <laughs> For like full drum parts, even if we have them in the recording, of course until we have a drummer. Like, yeah, sure, really sure. Those. I yeah. do play a kick drum, so I mean it's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it really depends on the song because I think some songs that we we have done in uh, in some of the newer material doesn't have that drum element even in some of the recordings that we've done too. Yeah. So I, I really just think it depends on the set that we're going to play or where we're playing or whatever the case is. Sure, right? sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, we've tried adding more instruments to some of the the songs, and we're just like, no, no, like, we want this really raw, you know, yeah. like this piano or just yeah, yeah, guitar, yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, we're doing because of the pandemic. We're doing this remotely, and the pandemic has affected literally everybody. But you know, a lot of a lot of bands I've talked to over the six months or so of this, you know, they, some of them have been lucky enough that they're together when the lockdown happened, basically, and they, they're able to rehearse mm -hmm. and record and write. And other people are completely they've they, they've just had a block basically where they're they're all in different in different uh, locations and no one can get together and they can't write over the internet. Like, how, how has this been for for the three of you? Obviously, two of you are together right now, so that's <laughs> <laughs> you know that, that that's not uh, an, an issue, right? You have you have the, but. You know, how has this affected you in terms of just being able to, you know, move forward with with writing and with rehearsing and things like that? Mm -hmm. Well, this has given us a lot of time to to pay attention to the album, sure that that we're focusing on right now. So that part is great, and um, it was it was tough though. Like like we had many months where we didn't see each other or we didn't see Bobby. Yeah, and um, 
we had already, you know, we had, we were already started. We were playing like out more in Winnipeg. We were getting more gigs just before this happened. So that was frustrating because we were here. Yeah, yeah. And then, right? like, yeah, it took yeah. that momentum away right away. It seemed, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we, you can feel that, you know, when you get back together, like you lose that the tightness that you mm-hmm. had, right? So, um, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, I, I, you know, speaking for myself anyway. Like, I'm, I'm super fortunate because the two of them are kind of in their lockdown, and I'm, you know, where <laughs> I am in the sense that, like, when I got, you know, when we kind of were able to connect back for a little while there, you know, it was just one of those things. Like, they they were able to lay down a bunch of recordings or whatever that was, or you know, kind of yeah. keep moving forward with that project. And I kind of just was able to slip in, do a quick, you know, <laughs> do a little piece here and there, and then you know, kind yeah. of move forward. Yeah. But sure, you know, and it's the same. Like, even as we're we're talking back and forth, you know, that I know they're working on they're still recording stuff, and you know, as soon as we're able to kind of get back together, you know, we'll get you know, we'll pump it all out again, and it will be good. And mm-hmm. you know, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. you know, you're you're right though. Yeah. You lose that little bit of momentum in that groove once in a while too, right? Yeah. yeah, and it's it's like our our weekly jam. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> it's about survival. Yeah, <laughs> routine and habits, right? Routine and habits. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 No, this... we look so forward to that. Like Monday yeah. night jam. Yeah. <laughs>
has this affected your plans on on releasing new material? Like you know, you mentioned a few times you're working on a new album. Has this pandemic kind of slowed things down in that regard, or are you still sort of on schedule for when you were hoping to release it? Well, in some respect, for what for what my role is, yes, because <laughs> my my day job. <laughs> I'm a, like I work in a pharmacy, okay. so things got crazy, and then yeah, yeah. So I had like you know I was just feeling really like mentally drained. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't get everything done that I wanted to, but I'm trying to make up for it, and I'm really cramming it all in. <laughs> uh, it, this girl gets bombarded when she gets home. I have to. Say. <laughs> I get home and like creativity, like the whole day, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, no shows are happening for anyone right now, so you're not alone in, in not playing shows. But, you know, um, if people are hearing about you for the first time on this podcast, what's the best option for them to sort of find out more information, hear the music you have out now, and on the off chance of listening to this months later, you know, find out maybe where you will be playing shows once things open up again? Mm-hmm. I think our website, and it's the easiest to remember, is blackeyedsusie.com. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, black eyed, black hyphen eyed. <laughs> so make sure you get the hyphen in there. <laughs> you People need the hyphen. It was yeah. actually, it was hard to find us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's probably where we have most of our information and, and uh, cool. information on shows. And then Facebook too. Um, yeah, it's kind of sad what's happened with some of the platforms though, like YouTube. Like, yeah. Back as as far back like two. 2012 to 14 it was really good on youtube yeah. and it's just going like this um i can see a lot of people struggling um trying to get any kind of traction on there so we're focusing mostly in facebook instagram and um yeah everything's posted on the website basically so cool. i mean if, if they want to see more um what our life is, our just our, our basic general life. <laughs> Instagram is probably the best place. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. have a little bit more fun on there. And then the record you have out already. Um, where can they find that? I mean, that's is that on the streaming services, or can they order it from the website? What's the best way to obtain a copy? Oh, oh, a copy of uh, sorry of the existing uh, EP you have out. Oh. Um, is it on? What's yeah. the best way to hear that for someone who's uh, you know maybe new to your your music? Yeah, I'd say Bandcamp. Okay. Mm-hmm. We also we did also post lyric videos up on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. they're there. Yeah, <laughs> they are there. <laughs> <laughs> and we have some of them linked on our website as well. Nice. Yeah. Do you have any idea of what you plan on doing? Like, you know, let's just say it's not going to happen, but let's just say tomorrow suddenly everything got lifted, the pandemic was over. What's the first thing that you're going to do as a band? once things are safe to, you know, be together and uh, do pretty much anything? Uh, probably jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the obvious answer, right? Lay, lay down a lot of guitar tracks yeah, is what I'm, yeah. what I'm, I'm feeling as soon as I get yeah. <laughs> able to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Bobby's going to have a lot of catch-up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brew a pot of coffee we're in for the long yeah, haul yeah. at that point yeah. in time, right? <laughs> Are you yeah, hoping to get yeah. right back to playing shows, though? Or are you going to sort of take it slower and get back, get your chops back up as a group and, and see what happens from there? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, just with the, with the pandemic, we don't want to, like, we don't want to be, like, really responsible for spreading, like, cases and yeah, stuff. Sure, so yeah, 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 yeah. We want to make sure everything's, like, really clear before we, of, like, COVID cases before we start playing out again. That's a good we strategy. We have herd immunity. No. Wait for vaccine. I mean, I think at the end of the day, though, like, I think we're ready to play shows anytime that really happens. Yeah. I don't think yeah. we've lost that chop to yeah. it. You know, it's just whether I, you know, I think you know the same as my. It's for myself anyway. It's a matter of feeling comfortable being back out and again, and you know, to those those settings, right? And sure. so we kind of you know, get ahead of certain things, right? Is my yeah. my opinion mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. 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 Well, hopefully the timing works out well. Where they, where where when when things come back, maybe it'll be festival season. <laughs> you know, maybe oh, you can. Yeah, win. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. We should probably be 
in case in case things get back to normal yeah yeah it's, yeah uh, and i mean like i actually like for myself i really want to just focus on the album because you know we haven't been able to put out like a big compilation <laughs> of songs yeah and i think it'd be great to hand that to people you know mm-hmm. once we do get out playing for sure it'd be nice to have that and physical copies too yeah definitely yeah yeah i'm all about physical people copies are still too. yeah like, yeah where whenever we play, like I, I know everybody likes to listen to free music, and and they do, right? Like it's it's hard, tough to sell stuff. But when you go to uh, festivals, particularly, yeah, um, yeah, like at one festival we played, um, we decided we like they had a, a special area where they were selling our our merch and you know everybody's CDs and stuff. Yeah, and like let's just take it to the stage with us, and yeah, we sold a pile of stuff right there because nice. people. Right, like they want it right after the show. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you know, they leave yeah. and go somewhere else and get distracted. They might so forget your band name still... or something too, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. So, um, yeah, it works. It still works. Yeah. Well, as someone yeah. who you know still has not jumped on board the Spotify thing or anything like that, I still listen to physical tapes, CDs, and records, and yeah. so always happy, yeah. always yeah. happy to hear of local bands putting out physical copies because there's always like there's still very few. We're dwindling in number, but there are people like me who still are not going to listen to it any other any yeah. other way. So it's nice, nice that that exists as an option. Yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure. Hey, yeah. I use a CD in my car. Right on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> awesome. Yeah.